Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's Squiggly Career Podcast from Amazing If. I'm Helen Tupper, and I'm here with my co-founder, Sarah Ellis. Hi. And this week, we're going to be talking about feedback, how to give feedback and what to do with it when you actually get it. And I think feedback's one of those things that we all know we need, but it can be really difficult to ask for, and it can be really difficult to get feedback that's actually any use. And there are loads of reasons why I think it goes wrong. Maybe you're not confident, maybe you're a bit defensive about the feedback you get. Maybe you're not asking for anything specific, so you get kind of this general feedback that doesn't really help you move forward. Or maybe the people that give you feedback just aren't very good at giving feedback. So there's lots of things we're going to talk about today. But Sarah, what's your what's your take on feedback and how important it is? It's massively important. And some feedback that I've had has had a really big impact on me personally in terms of being able to improve and enjoy what I do a bit more and help me with all my squiggliness. <laughs> but I do think it's an area where most people think feedback is really important. And certainly that's what they'll say. But actually, the reality isn't great. So certainly most organisations now recognise that feedback needs to be incorporated into everybody's day-to-day jobs. And I think that's becoming quite a well-established point of view that feedback's not just about a once a year thing where you ask loads of people what they think of you and no one can really remember they can remember last week but they can't remember (laughs) you know last year I can't remember like two days ago so you can see how that's a slightly flawed system but I do think there are very few people and companies where they've got feedback really right because I think it's hard so yeah it's, it's one of those things where I think it's easily understood but definitely easier said than done hopefully today we'll be able to share a bit of best practice of what we've done that's kind of worked well and actually what hasn't worked quite so well yeah hopefully and so in terms of how we're going to go through the conversation with everyone today the first thing we'll do is we'll we'll talk a bit about our experiences both as people that have received feedback and people that have given feedback and we both manage teams so we can talk a little bit about that as well then we'll give you some actions that you can take to make it a bit more specific for you and we'll also point you in the direction of some resources that we think are really helpful if you want to go and look a bit more into this after the podcast so first of all then let's let's talk about some of our own experiences so I'm going to let you go first this week. Okay. I think actually feedback is one of those ones where I suspect both of us have got a few models or techniques that we've used that have been quite useful. So I'm going to share my first one, which is a 3S model. Okay. So I was reflecting on the best feedback I've ever received. And it's always been from asking just one short, simple and specific question. And then I've had really high quality responses So I'll never forget, I was once doing a really big presentation at Sainsbury's to, you know, hundreds of people. 
And rather than asking my manager afterwards, what did she think? What was good? What was not so good? Beforehand, I just said to her, I'd like you to listen to this presentation and I'd like you to give me one idea for how I could improve my presentations to big audiences. Yeah. And that was it. And do you know what? The bit of feedback she gave me wasn't revolutionary, wasn't something really significant. It was actually that I used the phrase, kind of. Yeah. And, you know, I've talked to you about this before because then actually I took that feedback and I thought, well, if I use it in presentations, I'd probably also use it when we do training. I'd perhaps use it in one-to-one conversations. And actually, if people repeat those kind of in-between phrases a lot, it can be a bit off-putting and then you can lose the impact in terms of the content that you're trying to talk through. Another question I used to ask the teams that I was leading was what was the most useful thing I did to help you in your job in the last month? Hopefully there was always some sort of answer to that question. <laughs> you know, it's always a dangerous game asking that. <laughs> well, no, but it was you a very say positive... it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm really thinking <laughs> there was usually something they could come up with. But what was always fascinating about that was that some of the things that people would say were not necessarily always the things that I thought were going to be the most useful. So sometimes it was just about making time for somebody and it might have been something you've completely forgotten or it might be about one email response that you did that took less than five minutes. It's really interesting to see what has an impact on people because then you can think about doing that more and also think about are you doing that with everybody in your team? How can you spread the love more than just doing things in an ad hoc way? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. And it's made me think actually, so I work for Microsoft now. Microsoft has a really strong performance management culture and there are set times when you are supposed to give feedback. We have a process called Connects at Microsoft. But what I have found is that that strong performance culture has made me more aware of proactively giving people feedback and not just waiting for that moment just because it's such a part of Microsoft and so I find myself now even if people haven't asked for feedback I find myself in meetings that I'll just write things down things that I think people have done really well things that I think people actually could be better if they did this and it's it's not a critique I just think wow if you did this that you'd land that so much more impactfully and I think I'm getting better at doing that in the moment with people so ask for something specific definitely try and do that but also as an individual be an observer so even Mm. if someone isn't proactively asking you you can still give someone specific feedback I think you have to ask permission yeah because I think you have to that person has to be open to the feedback uh, guys I've got got feedback for you I've got feedback for you (laughs) (laughs) this is not gonna land very well but I think you could say in that meeting, I noticed a couple of things about how you presented that I just wanted to share back with you. Are you open to hearing that? I think you need to ask some kind of question, but I've just noticed myself writing it down more. And sometimes I give it to people, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I just sort of gather it for a time when I might be asked for yeah. feedback more formally. But I find it just tunes you in a little bit more to asking for your feedback for yourself and also just, just thinking about other people more in a way to help them grow. Yeah, one of the things actually I used to do, almost the reverse of what you were just describing, is I used to find that if I could encourage the people I was working with to have five minutes after a meeting or a presentation to reflect on what we call, we this is a model that we actually use for Amazing If, what went well and even mm. better if. So using mm. that, we call it WWWEBI. And I would just say to them, oh, what do you think went really well about that? What's the one thing you'd do differently? Or what what, what would make it even better? And getting that person to tell me first before I then contributed anything, often they were able to be self-aware enough to come up with the thing that I was going to tell them. And I think it's actually more powerful if somebody's done the thinking for themselves. 
if they hadn't, then it was quite a nice informal way of getting that conversation going so that you could just drop in an additional thought, but without overwhelming someone or without it feeling like maybe you as a leader were then, you know, constantly critiquing or looking over their shoulder. It was just a more of a, well, you know, how do you think that went kind of conversation. And you can do it in a really informal way. And I just found that once I started doing that more and more with people, they'd almost proactively start chatting to me. So we'd come out of a meeting and you know, even just be walking back to our desks and people would be going, yeah, I think that was the best thing about that. And actually next time I think I'm going to do this slightly differently. Yeah. And you could just see it becoming a habit. And I think that's kind of the key, isn't it, with feedback is how do you create a culture as an organisation where it just becomes habitual and it's just the way that you work rather than feeling like it's something that's a big deal or formal or scary. And, you know, you taught me that thing about what works well, even better if. And of all the things we talk about, it's probably been the most useful thing that I've ever learned in feedback. And I've done so many different feedback courses on how you communicate your perspectives and all that kind of stuff. But it is so simple and it is so useful. I use it to give feedback. I use it to get feedback. I do use it to talk yeah. to my team outside of a meeting. It doesn't come across as like you've got an agenda that you really want to land this piece of feedback. It doesn't come across like that at all. It's just a really open way. I mean, we talk a lot about growth mindset and I feel that that actually is a feedback framework is a really, really good growth mindset way of doing it. I massively support that and I found it so useful since you talked to me about it, which is probably about five years ago. I remember us talking about it. So super, super helpful. Okay, so I'll share some of my experiences then. I've got a model. Uh, you of course you have. Well. You oh, always oh, have a model. I, have. I, I love a model. I love a model. Actually, mine's quite a new model. I've got a new coach and she taught me this recently. It's actually a communications model, but I think okay. it works really well to help you give more effective feedback to people. So the way it works, it's four stages and the stages are inform, invite, okay. listen, and acknowledge and the way it would work in a feedback conversation is say you had some feedback I had some feedback for you maybe the thing about saying kind of is this your um, way of so going to give me some say... feedback in a minute is this is this what you're actually building up to in live with, on the podcast with all these people listening to us yeah yeah I'm gonna do it now let's see how you feel no no okay, I'll do that another time I look forward to it So the informed thing might be, Sarah, over our podcast, I've noticed that you say kind of quite a lot and I think that sometimes affects how you talk about your messages and how how impactful mm-hmm. they are so that's me kind of doing the informing about the yep. feedback and then I would invite you to say something so I would say what what do you think about that have you got any reflections when I've sort of given you that invitation my job then is just to listen that's the third stage so I'm not I'm just listening I'm letting you talk and that there I might kind of say do you know what I didn't even know I wasn't wasn't yep. even aware of it then I'm going to acknowledge it. So I will say, okay, so you didn't know you were doing it, but do you think that actually it affects how you're communicating your messages? And then you might question at the end of it and say, okay, so what can we do differently together next time? But it's quite a nice right. framework of like informing, invite, listen, acknowledge, and then question. So I found that quite useful. And I think the reason I found it useful is it means that you don't you don't react and you listen because I think if you want to give someone feedback it can sometimes feel a bit awkward to do yeah so knowing you're almost going through this process of I'm going to say this thing and then I'm going to ask what you think and I'm going to shut up and listen and I'm going to acknowledge your feedback whether you think it's great or not and then that's kind of up to them about what they do with that feedback but as someone giving the feedback you've done that in a constructive and I think quite a supportive way Yeah, I think that's a really important point to remember that 
you can only give the feedback in the most positive and constructive way possible. You can't necessarily always kind of impact how somebody chooses to respond to it. Yeah. And actually people respond to different to feedback in so many different ways and sometimes it's really unexpected. So I think what's nice about that model is it will keep you kind of quite calm and collected. The other thing I think, as you were going through that, and I was thinking about the kind of kind of example that's been quite useful, is the one thing that really made it real for me is that my manager who's given me that feedback, she almost went through that exact process. And one of the things that she did, which made it very meaningful, is she then told me exactly how many times I'd said kind of. <laughs> so not only, did she, not only did she say you say it quite a lot, she'd obviously noticed it quite early on and then kept a tally. And I was exactly yeah. in that scenario of, oh, I didn't really even realise it was an issue. So I might have been slightly dismissive and just thought, well, you know, I, I appreciate my impact, my gravitas, but I'm not sure how often I say it. When someone then says, oh, yeah, she said it 19 times or something, it was something, <laughs> it was a lot um, in not a very long period of time. That really helped me to then acknowledge it and her to say, OK, so almost by having your awareness that'll probably just help you to cut it out a bit what else might we do what else can you do so So that just really helped have a really constructive conversation so anything that you can do I think when you're giving feedback goes back to that being specific try and give examples but try and give objective examples I think can be really helpful I think the the other thing is if you're giving feedback sometimes people can be defensive yeah and they can debate that so they might say oh I didn't know I was saying it that much or that wasn't my intent or you must have heard it incorrectly so I think if you sometimes when you give people facts they can debate them but I think yeah someone told me actually it's my husband who told me when I was talking about feedback with him once there's lovely conversations that we have but he said that, so romantic I know so romantic. I know it's just the way the way we are but he told me that in giving feedback that it's really effective to say how it made you feel because somebody can't debate yeah. that so if I say to you, oh, Sarah, when you phrase that thing to me, it made me feel quite upset, actually, or it made me feel like I wasn't as able to do this, or whatever, whatever that feeling is. And sometimes that can land yeah. quite impactfully with people when you're trying to help them to change or help them to, to realise the impact of their actions. So Unless you get someone who does that really awful thing of passive aggressive i'm very sorry you feel like <laughs> yeah. that that's about how you feel not about what at that I point think. you go you're an idiot <laughs> yeah there's probably yeah. a level of feedback that's beyond this structure there's yeah, no exactly. there's no model for that <laughs> no for idiots basically um, so let's let's kind of talk through our experiences let's go let's go on to tips and so maybe some specific things that could help okay. people i think my number one top tip is actually to think about your the ratio of positive to negative feedback that you're giving. And negative, probably not even the right word, but kind of more development, even better if style of feedback. I think people really underestimate the amount of positive feedback they think they're giving because they think it in their heads and sometimes forget to actually <laughs> tell people, whether it's you're writing it to people, talking about it to people. And actually, there's um, some interesting articles and research on most people need apparently about a five to one ratio of positive to improvement feedback. And actually, if you think about all the stuff we talk about, about strengths, you know, focusing on your strengths, using your strengths to get better, you need sort of strengths-based feedback. You need Mm. positive feedback, not just generic, oh yeah, you're great, well done, more, oh yeah, I saw you do this today and it was, it was the first time I'd seen it and it was absolutely brilliant. I could just see some, you know, I could see the impact you had on someone else. And if you just did that, I guess, more regularly, that really helps people develop their strengths, develop their confidence. It helps people to work out what they're great at, all the sorts of things that we talk about in terms of why people enjoy their jobs and why people get even better and fulfil their potential. 
And those are kind of no right answer. So I think just really considering, you know, how often are you giving feedback and actually what type of feedback is it? Is it what went well? Is it even better if even within, you know, a month you could keep yourself a tally of just going, you know, or in a week, I'm going to put a little tally next to every time I do a bit of positive feedback and every time I do a bit of even better if feedback how much feedback I'm actually giving people? Am, am I making it a habit as a leader? And then actually, am I getting that ratio or right? Or even just, people? you know, the point you raised there about, oh, that was great, which I think we all say sometimes, but even if you just try to develop a habit yeah. of saying, that was great because, <laughs> just just add the word yes. because and yeah, say yeah. something obviously after that. <laughs> but if you can just get into that habit, that is going to be so much more meaningful to someone than just going, oh, that was great, which just kind of sounds like a bit of a flippant thing, really. It's not it's not meaningful. No one's really yeah. going to be able to do anything with that. Whereas just that that was great because adds so much more value. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's probably my top tip number two is consider if you are leading teams, and actually you don't even need to be leading teams, but think about for yourself, are you role modelling feedback before you can expect other people to do it? So... I do think it's one of those things where most people want to get feedback, people want to improve, want to get better. But if you're not, I guess, doing the quid pro quo of also giving that to other people, maybe you can't expect others yeah. to do it for you too. And I have found that the harder I work and the more conscious I am of being self-aware for myself, but giving other people feedback, then actually I, I get much more in return. So it's that kind of make sure you're giving and being, you know, uh, generous in terms of the amount of feedback that you're giving. And then I think you'll find that actually you end up receiving more as well. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewellery. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection... Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So I have three, three tips. My first, three. I know, I know, three. <laughs> I'll be specific. My first is to find a, like a feedback friend. Okay. It doesn't have to be a friend. I think it can be a colleague, but somebody that you really trust that you can get into uh, like a reciprocal feedback relationship with. So someone that you can be 
really open with, they can be really specific with, you You can say, I'm going into this meeting, can you just give me a couple of bits of feedback on this? Or they yeah. might know a specific area you're trying to develop in. Obviously, you can ask lots of different people about it all the time, but sometimes I think when it's trusted, so with you, for example, we can sometimes shortcut some of the niceties of feedback yeah. and just quickly go into do you know what, you could do it a bit better if you did this? Or when you said that, I think it would land, yeah. you know, have more impact. And I think if you can find somebody like that at work that you can do that with, it'll be really, really helpful to your feedback process and you won't have to ask lots of people. I still think it's good to get a diverse set of feedback, but having a feedback, feedback friend, friend, feedback friend, super helpful. Like um, so number two. number two is to keep your feedback that you get throughout the year somewhere where you can go to reflect on it for a couple of reasons. One, I think it can provide you with a couple of themes. Sometimes you might just gather the feedback, put it in a folder. When you reflect on it at end of year, you might sort of think, oh, actually, four people reflected on the energy that I brought into a room or four people thought yeah. that I was really good at asking questions and you might actually uncover some strengths in that feedback which is really helpful the other thing is it's just a really positive thing to do um, when you're kind of looking yeah. at all that feedback in the round you can just take some kind of positive messages out of it and sometimes <laughs> you can say solace take the solace, solace from it but, but <laughs> almost that you know sometimes when you have a tricky day or when you're a bit down yeah, on yourself you or mean. you're thinking am I only good at my job actually that feedback folder can be a source of solace in some ways to just give yourself a little bit of a boost so I think that's a good thing to do and my last thing is when you're receiving feedback we talked a bit about growth mindset earlier, but the way we talk about growth mindset at Amazing If Courses is we say that when you're in the growth mindset mode, you're kind of more spongy, you're more receptive, you're taking things in, you're absorbing things, basically. And when you're in a more of a fixed mindset, you're much more like a rock. You're letting feedback sort of bounce off you, you're kind of dismissing it, throwing it back. And I think you need to just be honest about yourself when you are getting feedback about are you being more like a sponge? Are you sort of acknowledging it and, and playing back what you've heard? Or are you being a rock and your instant reaction is, oh, okay, well, that wasn't my intention or yeah, I don't think I do that or whatever those default responses are. And do you yeah. know what? Even if you don't say it out loud, you might be saying it internally. So I think I've probably had feedback Definitely. before and I haven't said it out loud. I've probably nodded and gone, yeah, yeah. And inside I've been thinking, well... No, that wasn't. No, no. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> so I think whether you are outwardly being a, a rock, whether you're inwardly being a rock, just be aware because that is about you. That's not about them. That's about how you're responding to this, whether they give good feedback or they're rubbish at giving feedback. You're in control of how you respond to it and being fixed is never really going to help you go forward. Yeah, and I think if we talk about resources now, I think our number one resource probably for understanding growth mindset is to watch uh, Carol Dweck's yeah, talk yeah. Um, on TED. And actually, almost from the whole of this podcast series, if you do nothing <laughs> else, please do watch that talk. Carol Dweck from Stanford University over in the US has done a lot of research into the way that we learn. And she's kind of praised it brilliantly into this kind of concept about growth mindset that you can watch on TED. And it is a brilliant place to start for kind of self-awareness and personal development generally, as well as feedback. So that's one resource that's really useful. Another one that I found that might be helpful is there's a great article on Buffer, which actually talks about the psychology of feedback. So, you know, as we've sort of mentioned today a few times, you know, why we do get defensive. And it describes a little bit around, um, you know, people sort of fight and flight 
mentality, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, those kind of things. Because actually, when you're given, you know, more, more development feedback, you often get into this kind of quite aggressive, well, I'm either going to die inside because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm flighty and I'm, this is just, you know, awful, or I'm going to fight back. And that's when people get, you know, ag- aggressive, etc. And so it helps you to just understand why you might react in the way that you do, what our kind of basic human needs are, and therefore almost like when you understand that, you can then be, you can approach it with a much more positive mindset. So I thought it was a good read and kind of a slightly different angle on feedback. Buffer is such a good source, actually, but I'm sure we'll mention it more in a podcast. I just find some of their content really, really interesting. Big Buffer fan. And they also reply to you when you tweet them, which I quite like. <laughs> Humans at the other end of Buffer. So next week then, what are we going to talk about? We are going to have a chat with you about having difficult conversations at work. Oh, I know. Tough I know. one, tough one. <laughs> so Sarah, for you listeners, Sarah's not a fan of conflict. So this will be yeah. an interesting an interesting conversation from someone who doesn't like conflicts. I also probably put my head in the sand a little bit with difficult conversations. So hopefully we can share something of, of, of use to you. <laughs> what about how rubbish we make yeah, that? <laughs> maybe what we've learned not to do is probably next week's episode so stay in touch with us we we love to hear from you you can tweet us at amazing underscore if you can also follow us on instagram we do love to use your ideas for our future episodes so again send those to amazing if and we'll make sure that we address some of those things in our on our weekly podcasts thanks so much for listening we love kind of sharing our squiggly quiz podcast with you all so please if you're enjoying it as well leave us um, positive feedback that'd be super and until we speak to you next week have a great week bye bye hey folks i'm mark Marin from the wtf podcast and this episode is brought to you by kleenex ultra soft tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.